Introduction Chapter 1 Why Hegel? Section 1 For Hegel, ideas were forms of activity. Anyone who is interested in social movements should study Hegel, and that includes someone who is committed to fighting for or against a particular social movement, as well as anyone with a wide-ranging interest in social movements and social change in general. If you are looking to plant an idea in the world, Hegel is your guide. As a philosopher, Hegel's subject matter is ideas, concepts. But for Hegel, an idea is not something which exists inside your head, though he did have a psychology as well, and even 200 years later, it stands up to criticism very well. Hegel sees concepts as forms of human social activity. Ideas exist and live in the practical activity of human communities, as forms of that activity. The consciousness with which people act is an irreducible part of their action. So, a behaviour which is unconnected with a person's consciousness, like a hiccup or goosebumps, is not action in this sense. And so-called thoughts, which have absolutely no manifestation in action, but are mere chimeras, mirages, they do not exist. Hegel does not deal with ideas empirically as psychological objects. He deals with ideas logically. But his logic is something very different from what usually goes by the name of logic. When Hegel is talking about thoughts, he is talking about forms of practice, of social life, and his logic is the logic of social action. But at the same time, these concepts are entities you can reason with, make logical arguments, explain things, and draw conclusions with. It is not that you first observe social life, abstract patterns from what you observe, and then apply them to describing and predicting social life. That is the model scientists typically have of the processes and concepts they study. You could read Hegel's logic and never notice that the subject matter is human activity, because Hegel makes only occasional reference to thought as activity. Forms of thinking originate in our practical activity, and as we grow up, we learn to apprehend these forms as things in themselves, abstracted from the practical activity in which they are realised. And we learn through experience what follows from what, how far an idea can be stretched, how to distinguish a concept which is stable and reliable from a bad concept which will collapse under the least criticism. We think in the concepts which we have acquired through participation in the various projects which have made up our life. So, the logic of social life manifests itself for us in the logic of concepts. For example, you may hear that all immigrants are the same. But if we are a reflective type of person, we will know that such an idea is rooted in contact with immigrants which is only superficial, and the same person might soon be heard to say something like, there are good and bad in every community, and so on. Hegel calls this how identity comes to difference, and it is one of hundreds of conceptual transitions found in his logic. And, 
Hegel shows that this is not an oddity of social psychology, but a movement which is inherent in the concepts of identity and difference themselves. But formal logic will tell you that either they are all the same, or there are differences, one or the other. There's no becoming there. Formal schooling, however, inculcates formal logic, teaching us to categorise things according to their various features and then carry out simple, syllogistic, logical operations using these categories. Fish are like that. Birds are like this. The ubiquity of multiple-choice tests is evidence that this mode of thinking remains as pervasive as ever. The slightest life experience, however, is usually sufficient to convince us that life does not work like those classroom exercises.